Warning, the Joe Moffat Show is for adults 18 years of age and older. So if you are under the age of 18 years of age, please get your ass away from the speaker. This ain't meant for you. Everyone else, let's go. We've upgraded, y'all. We are now in the Jomo Studios, uh, formerly the Jam Studios over here in the beautiful city of Enid, Oklahoma, where we are starting to work on some new content. I first want to give a shout-out salute to our boys over, uh, particularly Michael Buchanan and Tyson Scott with Autonomy Multimedia. Um, as I mentioned last, uh, last week, we are now going to be a part of their media family. Um, both uh, helping get the Joe Moffat Show off the ground and make it bigger and better, but also we're going to be helping um, other additional artists that they'll be signing, both currently, that they have currently signed with them, as well as uh, others that will be coming in the near future, I included, um, and also be on the lookout for the tour that will be coming soon, um, sponsored by Autonomy Multimedia, and a, a few others, of course, uh, sponsored also by the Joe Moffat Show, and... Um, but we're going to have some fun with this. So shout out to Michael and the guys. Um, thank you for taking part and believing in and in, in, in liking this little product of ours. And hopefully uh, we can continue to do some great work together. Decided to align themselves with a Kardashian. Okay. Mm, not too, too bad. And technically this isn't a Kardashian. This is a Jenner. She's not a Kardashian. She's a Jenner, okay? All right? Uh, Kendall Jenner. So, basically what was going on was Kendall um, has taken part in a campaign with Pepsi. And as Pepsi has done for years, they've always had huge campaigns with huge stars. Uh, as long as I can been been on earth and been seen and, you know, believing in Pepsi, you know? And, uh... Which, by the way, they were the only motherfuckers to accomplish the unbelievable, which was literally setting a black man's jerry curl on fire. Um, but we'll come back to that um, momentarily. Uh, but Pepsi basically sat here, and they they did the commercial where they showed Kendall, okay? Kendall was in a photo shoot, and she was being Kendall. I mean, keep in mind, this isn't the first time Pepsi has made commercials pertaining to political situations in the world. I mean, you know, I know a lot of you millennials certainly won't remember this, but the falling of the Berlin Wall um, over in Germany, Pepsi made a commercial that I believe in some points of it may have been filmed um, during the actions uh, of the wall being taken down um, by the people. And so... We're not shocked here that Pepsi made a political statement. What we're shocked here is that Pepsi made a political statement. They kind of downplayed the actual meaning of these protests to the reasons why these people are out there every day pushing for equality, pushing for bad shit not to happen to good people, okay? I have read countless numbers of stories this week, and I'm pretty sure you have as well, about families that have been broken up 
because of these bans and because of this deportation and a lot of these things that have been taking place since uh, President Agent Orange got put in office. Okay? From day one, people have been harassed immensely for no damn reason. A lot of time it's good people. What's funny to me is that you have people who voted for Trump and now they're pissed because they homies having to get sent out of the country. My problem with that situation is why the fuck wasn't you thinking about the homies before that shit even popped off, cuz? For real. You know, that's like going to snitch on a nigga and then feeling regret. Why the fuck snitch in the first place? You feel me? You know, and I'm not, when I say snitch, I want you to understand that as a parent, you know, look, if you didn't kill somebody, you asked me to be told I don't go to jail, straight up and down, okay? But if, like, a motherfucker, like, I don't know, I don't know, illegally download movies, I'm not gonna snitch on a nigga for that, okay? Just, I have other things to do, all right? Little shit. Pick your battles. Pick your battles. I tell people all the time, pick your goddamn battles. Sometimes these motherfuckers, be, they won't, you know, for them to have those situations downplayed is what bothers me. Okay? Because Kendall didn't go out in that street angry. She she went out there smiling. Like these folks is out here protesting and giggling and 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 having a good time. This shit ain't a party, cuz. Those protests aren't just get-togethers of motherfuckers, you know, engaging in conversation. This is not what's going on, okay? I mean, I'm just I'm being I'm keeping it 100 with you. This is not what they are pushing for. They are pushing for the opportunity to be able to find equality in a situation that they aren't receiving equality in. They want to be able to say and, and, and feel safe in the country they live in. Something is going on around them that they don't feel good about. So they want to tell your ass about it. The, the thing is, there's so many of these motherfuckers that's got the same goddamn problem. Women's rights. Kids being, unarmed men and women being killed by police officers. Good, honest citizens being sent out of the country. Well, let me rephrase. Good, honest people that want to be citizens and, and, and good in the United States of America that... That some haven't even com- haven't even had as much as a fucking parking ticket. Parking ticket, ladies and gentlemen, they haven't been deporting bad people. They haven't reported on no big terrorist situation that they've deported. They're deporting business owners. They're deporting people who, with kids, who were born in the U.S., who are citizens of the U.S. You think that kid ain't going to be pissed off? You think that kid ain't got a friend that's going to be pissed off with his friend? You think they ain't got friends that's going to be pissed together? You think they ain't going to go down to the office and tell a nigga about it? You know what I'm saying? You feel me? If Pepsi wanted to make a statement, Pepsi should have made a statement to where the police officers sided with the protesters. 
So they can too understand and see that there is a problem. We are all human beings. This is a we are talking about human problems here. And what I'm worried about with protests and with human problems is simply this. When you have human problems and you have one side of humans that one side of, of, of the problem saying that humans are defending their right to say that this is a problem. Then you have another group of humans that have to defend the rights of business owners, that have to defend the rights of, of drivers, that have to defend the rights of, of the general public by not letting the other side of the problem get out of control, right? My question is, what would happen if both sides, instead of having the police just standing there, waiting on something to happen, with their with their tear gas and their helmets and you know they you know these cops in that commercial wasn't fully dressed in uniform you know I know a fake ass cop when I see one I watch WWE Monday Night Raw every week I know a fake ass cop when I see one that's not how cops are dressed when they are in a protest situation my problem with the police is they won't walk up to the protesters and they won't say let's talk. Let's all find common ground here. Tell us your concerns and actually make some action happen. I get so tired of seeing these damn protests. You see the cops on one side, you see the protesters on the other side, and they all just standing there looking at each other. Then they all like just sit there waiting on somebody to make a bad move so that the police can come in and, and basically rapture the protesters and, and get them out of there. And, but once again, we still have a problem that's not being solved. So why, let's, why not work on solving a problem instead of just letting the problem carry on? Because that's all that's been going on these last few years. We protest and protest and protest and protest, but has the problems been resolved? Nothing has been done to fix the problem, and we're still protesting. We still got the cops on the other side. We still got the protesters on this side. Why can't the cops come together with the protesters and we all talk? Then, guess what you don't have? You don't have a protest. You have engagement. You have conversation. You build dialogue. You take both sides' grasp of the information, you put it together, and you work your problems out together. Don't that sound better than having the police on one side, the protests on one side, like in Ferguson? When, when the Ferguson process happened um, uh, for, for the, the deaths of Michael, death of Michael Brown, when that took place, the protest was just like I just mentioned. The cops were on one side, the protesters were on the other. The protesters were pissed, the cops were there to defend. Protesters tore up gas stations, they tore up a CVS, they tore up a bunch of stuff, cops arrested a bunch of people. And the dialogue was never built. The conversations never happened. The engagement happened, but it didn't happen the way it should have. If the cops would have engaged with the protesters and talked to them, they would have been able to get to that engagement. But instead of a good engagement, it was a bad engagement. And we've seen these engagements all over the country, Baltimore, Chicago, Houston, Los Angeles. And it's all the same damn thing. Police on one side, Dallas. Police on one side, protesters on the other. 
No, no engagement. Until something pop off and something terrible happens. I mentioned Dallas because something terrible happened. You understand what I'm saying? We need to start using common sense to engage and repair the problems that we have in our society until we can't just keep protesting and arresting, protesting and arresting. That's all it leads. You go protest, then somebody get what? Arrested. They protest, guess what? Somebody get arrested. That's not enough. Can't you see that? Can't any of us see that? By the time the protesters get to the police to engage, the police are thinking one thing in mind, to protect and serve the innocent. But that engagement never happens. We need those engagements to take place for change to commence. Till that happens, I'm telling you, shit, shit's never going to change. And you'll keep seeing commercials from Pepsi. You know, next time it'll be the whole Kardashian family with a truck full of fucking Pepsi. To pass out to the protesters and still build no dialogue. Who's to say that wasn't Pepsi's intent? They just probably shouldn't have used Kendall Jenner. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. That, that poor girl has, has a bit of a, 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 a backlash on her. Uh, simply by association for, by family of all people, you know? That really wasn't the one you should have used as a spokesman. You know, I'm just saying. You know. Bill O'Reilly. Oh, Bill. Bill, Bill, Bill. Bill O'Reilly. Oh, wow. You know, I, the years I have heard this man say terrible, awful, horrible things about Barack Obama, I've heard him criticize a, a, a distinguished woman um, and political figure like Maxine Waters. I've seen him criticize Michelle Obama. I've seen him criticize Democrats far and wide. And the whole time he was judging others and, and putting people's business out in the street. Apparently, old Bill was trying to play stinky pinky with, with some interns and employees over at Fox um, News Broadcasting Service. And, you know, it blows my mind when you know somebody done done dirt. And you know that this person is a all-around grade-A piece of shit. And in the midst of being an all-around grade-A piece of shit, you put this motherfucker as the flagship face of your, your network. That blows my fucking mind. I beg in the question of how much NBC may have known back in the 80s about Bill Cosby's alleged sexual transgressions. I asked that question that way because there was a lot of goddamn women, you know? And to say none of to say none of it had been hadn't been brought up is insane. And however to say they knew, they didn't know, we don't know. I don't know. I can't say NBC knew. I can't say anybody. The only person that, that I can honestly say at that time and knew of Bill's transgressions was Bill and the ladies he had harmed. 
Okay, that's it. That that's all that anybody probably knew at those times. And he was allowed to become a, a, a staple in homes all over the United States of America, all over the world. Hell. When you thought of being a good father in the 80s, you thought of Bill Cosby. You wanted to be Bill Cosby. You set your sights on being like Bill Cosby when it came to being a good father, not realizing that the whole time that the character of Heathcliff Huxtable was played by an actor, Bill Cosby, who had apparently and allegedly committed rapes to multiple women up to that point that he became the staple of fatherhood. And I say fatherhood because the nigga wrote a book called Fatherhood telling fathers how to be good fathers off of the adaptation of a character. Now, who's to say he wasn't a good father? He provided, I'm pretty sure he provided well for his children. I'm pretty sure his family is very well off and, and don't want a need for anything. There's never been any reports of him committing any acts of, of just complete sickness towards his children and towards his wife and family, which is good, you know, but that still doesn't excuse or, or take away the fact of the atrocities that he has been allegedly stated as committed towards 54 women. Okay. Now, I don't know Bill O'Reilly's numbers. I don't know how many women that he may have accosted in his day. But I'll say for Bill O'Reilly to be in the position that he's in. And, and, and I'm going to go back a few years. Okay. I'm going to go back a few years to when Ludacris was. Everybody know Ludacris. Shout out to Ludacris. Um. He was going to be, like Kendall Jenner, a spokesperson for Pepsi. Now, they weren't doing protest commercials or anything like that. You know, it was just little, you know, chilling, celebrating summertime, as a matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken. I think his how I think, I want to say Chicken and Beard just came out, and they wanted to work with Ludacris. And in the midst with them working with Ludacris, Bill O'Reilly took shots at Ludacris. I shit you not. Ludacris has, and I've, I've talked about this in the past, Ludacris is one of the most just, you know, nicest rappers that, from what I've seen, as far as within his interactions with the community, the, the work that he's done, you know, he's not, uh, uh, you know, I, I he talks a lot of shit, don't get me wrong, but like I've mentioned before about Ludacris, this nigga wrote one of the most coldest goddamn diss tracks in history about no one. <laughs> okay? This nigga wrote a diss track about nobody and dissed everybody. This nigga's told everybody, I am the best and there's nothing that you can do about it. And he has fun. And his music was always uplifting and to have a good time. And Bill O'Reilly took this as an opportunity to take shots at Ludacris and at Pepsi for making Ludacris, who was a rapper, a spokesperson for Pepsi because he was a rapper. Never taking affection about the lyrics that he put out, never taking consideration about the things that he may have done in his community, never taking consideration about what he had to do to get to the position that he was in. You understand what I'm saying? Simply going off of nine times out of ten what another motherfucker said he said in a song. Remember that shit? I remember that shit all too well. It was it was around the same time that Ludacris was in the movie Crash. 
And everybody was invited to Oprah to do an interview about the movie Crash. The only person that didn't get an invite was Ludacris because he was a rapper. You understand what I'm saying? Bill O'Reilly, and I guess we got to throw Oprah into this situation, judged that young man because of his entertainment, because of his job of choice, because of the things he says in art. Okay? Blows my fucking mind. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They completely tried to make this boy look like just, just one of the worst niggas in the history of niggas ever. You understand what I'm saying? And the whole goddamn time they doing this, this man had to lose money and that damn endorsement simply because Bill O'Reilly popped off at the fucking mouth. And then with Bill O'Reilly popping off at the mouth and him losing that endorsement, he didn't get to be on Oprah. Now, I bring that up to say this. Bill O'Reilly talked a lot of shit about Ludacris. Hmm. How many times has Ludacris been called out for um, sexual transgressions? And yet you motherfuckers sat here and listened to fucking Bill O'Reilly, a bitch-ass bastard that don't do nothing but literally talk shit and try to fuck women he ain't got no business trying to fuck. And what boggles my mind is, like Bill Cosby, this motherfucker tries, fails miserably, and then just goes on like he just, you know, grab him by the pussy. You know? He think he got that kind of power to just grab him by the pussy. Okay? Which, by the way, to some of these men that think that that Trumpian type, you know, attitude towards women is cool, Fellas, if you act right, they'll walk up and just put your hand in their damn pussy and you ain't got to do shit but say hi. Just don't be an asshole. And then you can get all the pussy you want. But don't be a dick about it. But some of you motherfuckers feel like you ought to be Trumpian and just walk in the room with, 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 with your three-inch penis out and your pocketbook and you just, hey, I'm somebody. No. No, no, that ain't how you get it done, pimp. Ain't, it ain't never been a nigga in history that hasn't got it done right like that. You motherfuckers, as Bill and Bill, you know, boggles my fucking mind. And then what really threw me off was when Bill O'Reilly, I bring, like I said, I brought up Ludacris because Bill O'Reilly had the nerve and audacity to call out Don Lemon. This motherfucker always goes after the wrong niggas. And every time he go after them niggas, they come back and bust his ass in the motherfucking mouth. Y'all remember Ludacris? Y'all remember that song, Who Let These Hoes in My Room? Remember that shit? <laughs> and at the end of the song, that nigga say, God damn it, Bill O'Reilly let these trailer park ass hoes in my goddamn room. Well, this motherfucker goes after Don Lemon. Don Lemon, the CNN anchor. Known for pissing people off time from time to time before. During the protest and then during the protest, you know, because some of the comments and, and interactions that he had with the people that were out protesting, particularly in Ferguson. And then that one fateful night when he got into it with that punk bitch sheriff up in Milwaukee, that old dick in the boot ass nigga. When, when him and Don got into it and Don put that nigga in his place, Don kind of got some street cred for that. You know what I'm saying? Some people started backing Don for that. I did. 
Because I can't stand that fucking sheriff. I forget that motherfucker's name right now. It slips on mine, but he's a bitch-ass nigga, and y'all can tell him I said it. Yeah. Yeah. Pixie was shocked when I called out <laughs> Alex Jones yesterday. I was like, I ain't stretched my nigga muscles in a mile in a while. Yeah. I had to stretch that gangster for a little bit. My nigga. Mm. And that's exactly what Don Lemon did to Bill O'Reilly. Sorry ass. Bill O'Reilly called out Don Lemon for not reporting on a story that was considered fake concerning a lady. I believe her name was Susan Rice. And it had something to do with Democrat. I don't know. It was bullshit. So I didn't even research that side of it. Because Don told him straight up and down. Uh, nah, I didn't research that bullshit. But I know I researched your dirty dick ass. And all I could do was sit here and just fall on the ground. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Don got that nigga up off him quick. Fast and in a hurry. What Cat said in that goddamn movie, expeditiously, if not sooner. Goddamn, man. He pushed that nigga smooth the fuck off. Watch out. Gave that punk ass nigga what he deserved, man. I don't get some of these damn conservatives. I've heard some of these conservatives call people out left and fucking right. Non fucking stop about they damn transgressions. Knowing good and hell well. That they ain't been nothing more but being worth than a dirty dick son of a bitch the whole goddamn time. You got to be an audacity motherfucker to have the nerve and audacity to call a nigga out about some shit that uh, talking about a, what a nigga ain't doing. But yeah, we know what your sorry low down broke dick ass he is doing. And Don Buck, that nigga clean the fuck up off of him, and I'm proud of him for doing it. Shit, kudos, Don Lemon. Shit. Way to stand up for yourself, my nigga. Shit, I'm, you know, don't be sitting there letting these folks punk you around, man. Hell, these goddamn conservatives need a goddamn check up from the neck up. And, and I'm telling you now, Don Lemon ain't going to be the first one to pull this off, ladies and gentlemen. It's coming. All of these bullshit, I'm warning some of these goddamn conservatives. Y'all better shut y'all motherfucking minds. Because we already know a lot of y'all in some dirty dick motherfuckers like that goddamn pizza owner and that pastor up in Missouri. And they caught this nigga and got caught up in new sexual allegations and shit for him being a dirty dick, sorry motherfucker, because I called him a sorry, a sorry, super sorry motherfucker, because this sorry bastard was dealing with children. I'm sitting here like, dog, what, why is that? That drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. How fucking sick are you to take away the purity? Of a child. This man is supposed to be a man of the cloth. He's a preacher. And he would have the nerve and audacity to take away a child's innocence like that. Shit. Mm -mm. Y'all doing too much for me. But that's Bill O'Reilly. He'll sit here and sexually harass women... And 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 thank you done got away with it. The whole time niggas sitting here reporting on his dirty dick ass, he got the nerve and audacity to go poke the chest of another nigga just to take trying to so-called take the attention off of his ass. <laughs> no. And what's bad about Fox News, I got a feeling that that shit gonna get worse and worse and worse and worse by the minute. They hold that the goddamn CEO. 
then got caught up in his goddamn Roger Ailes' ass. What ha- what's been happened with his ass? Is he still running shit, you know, with his old, decrepit, cri- fat, crypt-keeper-looking motherfucker? Hell. That nigga look like the crypt keeper with a bad fucking thyroid. I shit you not. Hell. Ugly motherfucker. Shit. And then he gonna sit his broke dick crony out here to go motherfucking talk shit about another nigga. So yeah, kudos to Don Lemon for standing up to this rat bastard. And I hope we all continue to stand up to these punk bitch motherfuckers because we got to get this fuckery out of a lot of people's minds. There's a lot of people that still believe in that Donald Trump being in office is a good goddamn thing. Ladies and gentlemen, I try my best not to mention that bastard, but I got to put this message back out there and employ you once again that that man ain't shit. How the fuck you going to be the president of the United States and got your daughter and your son-in-law doing every damn thing? What the hell? Why is she even there? She a grown-ass woman. You don't need to have your grown-ass daughter in the White House with you. She got her own businesses and shit that she need to be taking care of. Why the fuck? This nigga handing this shit out like he got this bitch there doing chores and shit. The only problem is her fucking chores have to deal with the fucking safety and security of the American people. No! I'm sorry. And what is he doing? Playing golf. Yeah, he out on the golf course. Everybody that talks shit about Trump, about uh, uh, Barack Obama playing golf, you're welcome. I hope you know this and all and came to kick you out right smack dab in the ass. It's your fault, man. You voted for him, it's your fault. And I don't feel bad for you. Personally, it ain't it ain't really affected me that much as far as Trump being a president. Thank God, other than allowing me to talk shit about this rat bastard. But it's not it it ain't hit me to a point where it's affecting me directly, unfortunately. But I understand why a lot of people are upset about it, and it has affected a lot of families. It has a lot of uh, like I said, I'd call it a blessing that it hasn't affected me uh, personally. But I just hope that. We as the American people, once again, try to come together and, and keep this bullshit from from building to a point where we look past, we look past, we, we can't allow ourselves to look past some serious situations and get caught up in bullshit. You understand what I'm saying? We can't focus on the fact that Don Lemon didn't report on some shit that he clearly knew was a fake story while the whole time the motherfucker that's telling you Don Lemon didn't do this shit just so happens to be a fucking sicko. A pervert. Okay? Keep that in mind. The motherfucker that you listen to is a sick, twisted, low-down bastard. What kills me is that this nigga has lost 19 fucking endorsements, 19 advertisers from his show so far, and yet, as of this moment, and I am checking Twitter right now, I shit you not, I'm checking it live, Steve Bannon removed from National Security Council, Barry Manilow came out with the obvious um, nigga, ain't nobody shocked about Barry Manilow. Why I waited to come out of the closet, nigga? You didn't have to, motherfucker. We already knew. <laughs> Hell, you can't be sending groupies home with goddamn makeup and outfits, knowing good. <laughs> this nigga sent groupies home with makeup and outfits, and we supposed to be surprised that you was a homosexual, nigga? Please, ain't nobody shocked. We glad you feel comfortable telling us, but we already knew, you know. <laughs> 
Yeah, shit. Barry Manilow, 73 years old. We probably been knowing for about, mm, say, he, been, he reveals his partner of 39 years. Nigga, do you know how patient you'd have to be to have a motherfucker sitting around that's been fucking you all these years for 39 years to be patient and not be able to tell nobody? Really, nigga? <laughs> Seriously? Ain't nobody shocked you was gay, Barry, do you, boo-boo? Ain't nobody mad, you know? You... Congratulations. Shit. Live your life. You're 73 years old. You ain't probably got much left. Shit. But anywho, as I'm looking right now, Bill O'Reilly is still employed by Fox, even though they're losing fucking endorsers by the minute. They're losing advertising dollars for that show by the second, and yet this motherfucker still ain't been fired. Yeah. That tell you how, that tell you how important his bullshit is. It's more important that he is allowed to spread the bullshit that he has to spread instead of this motherfucker actually being fired and sent the fuck away for being a sick, twisted bastard. That's the truth. That's God honest truth, man. Dead is in a nutshell. His bullshit is more important. Than doing what's right and taking his ass off the air. I'm sorry, but I hope more allegations. Oh no, fuck that! I know. I hope more information comes about because I got a feeling there's a lot of sick twisted shit going on in Fox the Weenie. I don't even think we've touched the tip of the iceberg yet. I'm not shocked that Bill O'Reilly, like Roger Ailes, and like Bill Cosby and the rest of them sick fucks getting caught up being a sick fuck. I was a little shocked. Shot about Bill Cosby simply because of the fact, once again, that he was advertised as America's father. You know, Bill O'Reilly has really been advertised more as America's douche nozzle. So it's not really a shock to find out that Bill O'Reilly has been sexually harassing women because he seems like a sick fuck any goddamn way. So there, it's really not a big surprise, you know. But, you know, my whole problem and... I, and, and like I said before, in a nutshell, it's just I don't think his face should be allowed to be continued on television. If they keep the motherfucker on television, I think that shows you how sick and twisted Fox is. And any fans of Fox should stop watching Fox altogether. Um, and I don't know. Maybe uh, we, we need to get Bill off of there. Maybe until these allegations are subsided maybe a full boycott of Fox completely is in order until Bill O'Reilly and Roger Ailes are gone from Fox News now that's going to be a hard one for somebody like me to pull because I love doing my Empire recaps man y'all know I love my Empire man but I gotta do what's right so, effective immediately, I am boycotting Fox until Bill O'Reilly is gone. So, we won't be doing our Empire Recap show this week. I'm serious. We, I, I want Bill O'Reilly out of Fox News. I want Roger Ailes out of Fox News. Until there's a full investigation into the accusations being produced towards Roger Ailes and Bill O'Reilly. We're here to Joe Moffat show are doing a full boycott. Of all Fox programming. That's movies. That's TV shows. That's news shows. Whatever the fuck you do that's got Fox on it. I won't be watching it. And we won't be talking about it. And we won't be. We're doing full blackout of Fox. Until 
that man is gone. And a full investigation is being, is performed. So, before we go, and I let you guys go and continue on with the fuckery of your week. Yes, I know, we all got busy schedules and shit to do. Um... I wanted to take time to mention something that I saw today. Of course, as you might have noticed, this is the portion of Thursday's recording compared to yesterday being Wednesday. I told you we're going to be trying some new shit, so but y'all bear with me. This is a new process, niggas. Give me some time. Shit. Now, but I couldn't go without mentioning um, Nia Jax, WWE, WWE superstar, um... Those that don't know, she is uh, currently featured on the flagship show of the WWE, which is Monday Night Raw. Um, She is a relative, I want to say not possibly distant, but I'm sure cousin of Dwayne Johnson, who all y'all know is my nigga The Rock. And um, today she she came out and she put a post out on uh, her Instagram page. Of her in a swimsuit. It was in a one piece. Very nice. You know. Very decent. Alright. And. It kind of shook me a little bit. And the reason why I wanted to bring this up. Before we cut the show out. Is one of the things she she mentioned. Is that you know. It was. It was hard for her to post that picture. Okay. Now we go on Instagram. And I have seen some crazy shit. All over Instagram, okay? Don't get me wrong. Certainly didn't seen some crazy shit on Twitter, you know? Fuck that. I saw a chick one night about like 300 pounds dancing in a club with no drawers on and a skirt enjoying the fuck out of herself, not giving a shit who the hell was watching and who the hell cared. I, I swear to God. I've seen some crazy ass shit in my day, okay? So to see this young woman, I, I don't really want to call it bearing herself may uh, uh but 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 putting herself out there if you will you know um i can call it brave because there was something that she was scared to do and she did it you know what i'm saying so that's brave that is the fucking definition of bravery doing some shit that you're scared to do but doing it anyway because whether it's right or whether it is what it is or you know you're just handling your business you know for her it was you know self-expression and that's what's up you know people have so many problems with self-expression because we have so many instances of folks always wanting to to give their instant opinion on how they feel a person should be because I've 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 I read the feed through uh wrestlingnewsource.com shout out to them they uh posted the story on Facebook and on Twitter um and of course showed the picture with the um paragraph that she wrote um about her feelings towards doing it and 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 her feeling after you know WrestleMania really having that boldness and and understanding you know she came out of that damn crowd you know that crowd at WrestleMania was a beast them niggas was shit they was cheering those that they wasn't supposed to cheer and they was booing those that they you know goddamn they was it was fucking crazy and but that's WrestleMania it's always like that every year and I think she felt good that when she came out that she did get some some pretty good reception from from the crowd you know what I'm saying you got 75,000 people you know hating or love you you getting something if they standing there you getting crickets then you got a problem you know that's one of the keys to, to wrestling or anything in entertainment. If they hate you or they love you, either way, they there to see you to some extent. You know what I'm talking about? I always remember that. 
you whether you whether you hate it or you love, that means you're doing something right on both ways. Just being, I'm gonna keep it real with you. That's one of the realest goddamn rules of business. We all hate and disgust Agent Orange. I know the goddamn Trump that we all can't stand his ass, but his ass is doing something right because he's in the position that he's in. I hate to be the one to fucking put that out there, but there it is. I might go wash my mouth out with soap for saying such terrible things. Um, that could be on the menu tonight because, <laughs> you know, I can't even believe I had to put that out there. But I mean, you got to call a spade a spade. So I do applaud Nye for, for feeling you know, that she did something brave because she did. Like I said, she overcame a fear. But to all of those motherfuckers, and anybody can see the post that I put on, I posted one directly from me. I didn't do it from the show account. I did it from my account. And I basically said, for one, you know, anybody that's downplaying a a, a large woman, and I'm not going to lie, the post on that damn feed, we're, we're talking so much shit. Oh, if she wasn't Rock Cousins, she wouldn't be in WWE, and woo-to-woo-to-woo, you know. Need I remind non-true wrestling fans that a few years ago, WWE broke their necks and spent top dollar to get Awesome Kong away from TNA into WWE. When they got her there and called her Karma, the only reason why she didn't hold up had nothing to do with health but had a lot to do with being pregnant. You know what I'm saying? And that's the reason why it didn't fit. She, you know, she was pregnant. Ain't nothing you can do about that. So she didn't get to keep her contract. But they spent top dollar to get her there. Now, how the hell you going to tell me it's a mistake for the WWE to spend top dollar training and producing their own version of awesome Kong that just so happens to be one of the baddest looking bitches in WWE. God damn. We remember when awesome Kong used to run and then awesome Kong was a little rough. Woo. Awesome Kong used to come in that ring. You see her in the back alley. Now you, oh Jesus. Wait a minute. Uh, here's my wallet, sir. Uh, ma'am. Uh, damn. Uh, I don't do I wouldn't run up on that motherfucker on my worst day. It ain't enough tequila in Mexico. Maybe in Texas. <laughs> but certainly not in Mexico. And I didn't drink a lot of shit and done a lot of crazy shit. And in my 20s, perhaps, but now, meh. Um, so, yeah, applauds and kudos to Nia Jax for, for, for taking that leap. And to all the haters... As I said on there, all you little dick fuckboys that don't truly understand what beauty is in a person, you know what I'm saying? She has a beautiful spirit, beautiful soul. That's all they need to be beautiful. If you're an asshole, no matter how good you look, you're always going to be an asshole. There it is. And on that note, I'd like to take the time to also do some quick shout outs to all of those that have shown me all the love that you guys show me every week here on the Joe Moffat Show. Let's see what we got rolling out of here. I have my my number two, then the word two, then the number two again since um, we... <laughs> We have the dude, uh, y'all can, uh, the underscore dude, just keep, it's spelled funny, and see, you niggas be working hard on these accounts, but I'm not going through all that fuckery. Uh, at Rachel Wilson 94 underscore, we have, uh, K1 Darling, of course, um, 
We have, uh, let's see, Dancing Dottie, D-O-T-I, at Podcaster M-G. Um, and as always, of course, the Hippie Pixie, that's always on, on, on point with me. Appreciate you, dog. Um, BS Pod Network, um, Nerds with Words 1, the words of the world of Kevin, two peas on a pod. Thank you all very much for listening and, and tuning in every week and, and showing love on Twitter page. Um, also, uh, my kinfolk, Mr. Ray Griffiths Jr., shout out to you, fam. Um, he's going to be helping me out with some content here in the coming weeks, and so we're definitely be looking forward to that. It's going to be real exciting. Um, new follower to the SoundCloud page uh, named Dot. How are you doing, Dot? Also, Christy doesn't know shit. How are you doing? Um, PTO Unlimited Podcast, Super PP Time, My Niggas, uh, Powdered Teeth Podcast, The Crazy Town Podcast, uh, Buds, Beards, and Brutality, Just in Time, um, Sarah Thomas, uh, Basement, con- hold on, BS3 Sports, Basement Condition, PTO, uh, Triple R, Goddamn, the lip list goes on and on and on and on, Naked Porch Podcast, My Niggas, what's happening, y'all? And as always, I thank you guys for listening to the Joe Moffat Show. Once again, I do want to apologize that um, we did not cover the Empire content uh, this week. But as I mentioned before, as long as I'm the commander-in-chief, the head nigga in charge of the Joe Moffat Show, I'm going to stick by my guns 100%. And I want to see Bill Riley's ass gone, just straight up and simple. Um, I don't think a nigga is asking for much. Um, until his shit is resolved, he's going to be continue to be looked at as a dirty dick bastard and therefore he's got to go. And I just can't support an organization that supports a person that sexually harasses women, period. But again, thank you for listening to the Joe Moffat show. And on that note, I'm out this motherfucker.